good enough and I'm editing, so that's all she wrote. Welcome everyone and happy Friday the 13th. Justin, it has been a minute since we've had a Friday the 13th. It's going to be a minute until we have another Friday the 13th. Um, but the last time we were here, we did not leave this franchise uh, in a good spot. Yeah. Uh, a new beginning we did not like. I had a 22%. It's actually in our bottom of all media, I think. Let me check to be 100% sure. Let me scroll down. Yeah, it is currently sitting as the fourth worst thing we have reviewed on this podcast. Only it was Ginger a Dead bad Man, movie. Rampage World Tour, and Blasto <laughs> are below it. Um, I, we are getting into an area of the Friday franchise that I actually don't remember a lot about, if I've even seen them at all. Like, a lot of this movie, I did not remember. So this, I would say, the gap in my memory begins after this movie until uh, Jason X, basically. I think that's where I'm at, too. I think like, I'm right there with you. I, I did remember most of this movie. I thought I just remembered the, the start, but it like the whole time through, it's like, okay. Oh, yeah, see, yeah, I did yeah. the start, I did not remember. Remember, I messaged you, like, hey, this may not be bad. And I was like, oh, wait, this is something special. And then it, but then we stopped talking, so we save it for tonight. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to talk about this. This is our last movie with Tommy Jarvis. Yes. Um, it's crazy that they leave him alive and just leave him go. Um, yeah, they don't touch him. I mean, they do kind of in like the, the game. game is considered canon, but you know what? He doesn't. He comes in to fight Jason, and that is it. That is it. Okay, so let's just get into the review then. So I have some background information on it. Okay. This is the sixth film in the Friday franchise. Uh, came out in 86, which is a year and a half, about a year and a half after part five. It is written and directed by Tom McLaughlin. He is an American screenwriter, film and television director, and a former mime who is most notable for directing this film and the other movie One Dark Night. His other credits include numerous television films such as Murder in Greenwich, At Risk, Cyber Seduction, His Secret Life, Date with an Angel, and the 2010 Lifetime movie network film The Wronged Man. Do you see any of those? No. God, no. (laughs) C.J. Graham portrays jason in this movie it's actually his only time playing jason and really it's like his only film role ever okay weird that's okay yeah crazy right next we have tom matthews playing tommy jarvis he is our third (laughs) tommy jarvis actor we had Corey Feldman. we had the dude from the new beginning which god help us all and then this one um his voice and likeness is the basis for Tom and Jarvis in the video game. Uh, Tom Matthews played Freddy in Return of the Living Dead 1 and 2. Okay, interesting. And interesting. Uh, this guy could also be Dennis Reynolds' dad. <laughs> yeah. Because they look exactly yeah, the that's, same. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Holy crap, yeah. Uh, I listen to that Always Sunny podcast, so they're constantly on my mind as I listen to like one of those a day. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Cook plays Megan Garris. She is our co-protagonist in this movie. She is best known for her role as Elizabeth Maxwell on the NBC science fiction television series V 
the original one that aired in 84-85. This was actually her last film role. And I can't, she's still, she's alive, but she stepped away from acting after this, and I don't know why. Interesting, okay. Yeah. So, fans, and us, didn't like A New Beginning, even though it was a financial success, so the producers wanted to take Jason away from the more coarse nature they felt the fifth film had. To this end, Mancuso, who was one of her producers, hired Tom McLaughlin, who had directed the successful horror film One Dark Night, which I mentioned already, but was also known around Hollywood for shopping around comedy scripts that he had written, which was an interesting dichotomy. McLaughlin was given free reign on how he would present the story, with the only condition being he bring Jason back from the dead and make him the film's villain. McLaughlin decided to take the film in the direction of an old Universal monster movie, specifically the 1931 version of Frankenstein, um, which is why we saw Jason brought back by electricity. McLaughlin drew from vampire lore to give Jason his weakness, which was being returned to home soil. To achieve this, McLaughlin disregarded and retconned the idea presented in part two that Jason had survived his drowning, instead presenting the idea that Jason had always been a supernatural force. Interesting. Okay. He also decided to retcon the ending of the fifth film, where Tommy Jarvis was a serial killer. In fact, Pam's truck from the fifth, fifth film, sorry, been recording for a long time now, guys, can be seen indicating that he is still, she is still alive. In the Tommy tapes from the Friday the 13th game, written by Adam Green, your guy, it is explained that the ending of the fifth film was Tommy's nightmare. I like that better because <laughs> part five sucked. Part Such five was ass. Yeah. So in these specials, we do not do six-second summaries. We just do a quick nope. plot synopsis. Basically, what we have here, Justin, is Tommy wants to make sure that Jason is dead. He goes to the cemetery. Him and his friend unbury him. Uh, he's digging him out. He stabs his body. And then all of a sudden, lightning comes down, hits the pitchfork, and Jason is back. Kills his friend, puts his body in it. And then he goes to try to alert the sheriff. And the sheriff's like, I don't believe you. Locks him up. Uh, Camp Crystal Lake has been renamed into Camp Forest Green. And we have new camp counselors going out there with children this time actually being on the camp, campground. Uh, and then basically you have a Friday movie. Jason starts slaughtering him off. Tommy heads out there with Megan who frees him from the police's capture. And everyone gets killed except for Tommy and Megan. Megan's and the protecting- kids. The kids live. Yeah, I was going to say Megan's protecting the children. And... Basically, Tommy makes a ring of fire around Jason so he can't escape him when they're out in the lake. He ties a rock and a chain around Jason's neck and buries him in the water. Uh, Megan comes out to save Tommy, turns the propeller blades on, cuts Jason up, and then they leave Jason to sit at the bottom of Crystal Lake. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Uh, So I do want to bring up, I don't, honestly, at this point, I don't remember if we were recording when we were talking about Ash versus Jason versus Freddy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. I would like to interject with what happened to Tommy Jarvis after this movie, because you had mentioned this is the last time we see him in a movie. So canonically, uh, Tommy faces Jason again in the comic miniseries, Freddy versus Jason versus Ash colon nightmare warriors, uh, where Jason attacks a group for those who have survived Jason and Freddy 
Tommy intervenes and reveals his intent to finish Jason off finally, ultimately decapitating him with the help uh, the help of what the fuck? Jason's great niece Stephanie. Sure. <laughs> uh, after Freddy and Jason are both defeated, Tommy is appointed leader of the Nightmare Warriors by Ash Williams. And cool. that is a lot. Okay. Yeah, apparently, but yeah, no, he is untouched still. He is quoted as being alive still in the Friday the 13th canon, which is kind of crazy. I also have one piece of fun trivia. Okay. This is the only Friday the 13th film to have no nudity. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because I think <laughs> after this, so while I don't remember the next movie much, um, I've talked before about how my brother, uh, my oldest brother really likes these movies. Yeah. Um, and he used to watch them with like director's commentary all the time. And I believe it's the next, it's Freddy Goes to Hell. I think it's the next one of the one after that. They specifically make sure there are boobs every seven and a half minutes. <laughs> God damn it. So get ready. <laughs> it's coming. Plot. Um, yes. So I mentioned when I started this, I was like, what is going to happen? Because it starts out kind of serious, and then it gets super campy, and then it yeah. just keeps on that camp the whole time. Um, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, I was kind yeah. of okay with the camp. It was serious enough when it needed to be, but it was campy yeah. in like the good kind of campy way. Like when the, the grave digger broke the fourth wall. Um like this, the like the, the 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 retreat people out in the woods, like on their little like business retreat. Yes. The way the characters interacted with each other, it was just when he punched that girl's face through the metal, like reminiscent of Jason or Freddy coming through the wall. Like, it was just fun, and like the idea that like Tommy Jarvis couldn't let Jason go. Yeah. I was cool with Lightning bringing him back. It seemed very supernatural and cool. I I picked up on him before I did the research about the whole vampiric thing, you know, home soil and all that jazz. I, I thought it was good. I thought it added, like, bits of lore to Jason that made sense and built upon the character of Jason Voorhees, which I was really appreciative of. And I'm not going to lie to you, man. Like, I... I, I liked it. This is, like, one of the first ones I've watched in a long time that I really enjoyed. Again, like... It it fits within itself. It retcons things that I feel like needed retcon, but overall, like I thought this was a good, fun Jason story. Yeah, I, I mean, I had mes- messaged you today, I believe that like, you know what, this might be my favorite one, um, because I I mean I agree with everything you said. Like it is, it's got a certain level of camp, but not it's not like overly campy and it's not it's serious clowns. when it. What's that? It's not like Killer Clowns. No, God no. It's like a but, step I mean, even, below that. But Killer Clowns was still great. But oh yeah. But I mean, it's it's serious when it needs to be. But it's also kind of the like introduction of like. This is the start of Jason being a quote unquote supernatural entity instead yeah. of just a person, which this is where he turns into just a mindless killer, which mm-hmm. honestly is like better where the fun begins with yeah. Jason personally. And, I mean, you see it here, right? He kind of just, literally anybody he comes across, they, like, he, he's like a dog at this point. He just, yeah. like, he comes across this person, sure, kill, kill, kill. He is about to kill somebody. Somebody gets his attention, drops them, goes towards uh, Mr. Tommy Jarvis there. And then as soon as Megan starts saying something, he just, like, kind of forgets about Tommy and, like, looks back at her. Like, he's very just, like, 
there's nothing in the brain anymore. It's he's just a mindless killer now. And that is what I enjoy about these like schlocky eighties slasher movies is just like I don't know, this is where the fun begins, I think. No, I think that's the best way to describe it too. Um I, I really don't have anything negative to say. Like it, it is campy, like you're not getting like really in depth analysis or anything like that, which is fine. It's a slasher movie. You shouldn't yeah. be um, I, I just, I thought it was fun, man. I, I have another thing to say. I gave it an eight and a half for plot. I had a really good time. It was short yeah, too. I, it was like less than 90 minutes, which hell yes. Uh, <laughs> can't believe I'm going to say this. I actually gave it a nine. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie. This was like, man, do I like, <laughs> is this one of my favorite movies is it, that I've seen this year? Uh, I, it, I enjoyed it too. Like, it's. I like, think it's, it's, it's to... not going to, like, obviously, like, didn't win any awards or anything, but it's, like, it's just a fun, refreshing take on Friday the 13th. Yeah. And, like I had mentioned before we started recording, it's the first one that doesn't start with, like, a 15-minute recap of what happens. It yeah. is just, like, straight to it. Yeah. Cinematography. couple of big things for me. Okay. I was surprised. That there was no nudity, I kind of was like ready for it in these movies. Um, there was none, and that surprised me. Um, the gore was very like suggestive, but never explicit, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, there were some violent kills in this, but the way they were done were definitely done in a in such a manner to kind of be like funny, if yes. not like hidden. Um, yeah, it's 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 more of the like it leaves it up to your imagination. Yeah, uh, and like I, I thought the edits were all really good. I thought the cuts between things were really good. I thought the way they made Jason like just almost like reappear in certain areas, but never we saw him running, but just a constant threat was really well done. I I don't I I, I thought it was really well done. I don't have a lot to complain. I'm not a big torture porn guy, so not having a lot of gore and violence and like ups, like over-the-top violence i was cool with and i know i'm notoriously kind of a prude so like i was like okay no boobs like this like this is a movie you could easily watch with a teenager i mean i i would watch something with i did when my son is a teenager i'm gonna watch all these with them because whatever <laughs> it's, it's whatever yes, yes yes um but i agree i mean i think it is fantastically shot and like the way they portray jason and this is just it's fantastic it, it kind of gives into that mentality of like he just doesn't stop it's why i was so surprised to see that um cj graham only played jason one time because this was the first time in any of these movies where i felt like jason was jason well i think the next one is when we get in kane. my mind who yes kane hotter who's like the jason yeah you are gonna, this one, I, he felt menacing. He was big. He was menacing. He was like large. I just, oh, I, I thought it was a great casting. Just, I, I agree. But wait until you see Kane, man. Kane behind that mask is fantastic. That is one thing I remember is there are some scenes with him that are just terrifying. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know though. I, I think this is fantastically shot. I think there's like a lot of cool hidden kills and like bigger ones that we haven't seen from Jason, particularly yeah. like the RV thing. It's mm -hmm. very like, I don't know, uh, but yeah, I, I it was I fun. It was fun. Really schlock. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. I have nothing else to say. So I gave it an eight. I, I had a good gave time. An eight. Oh boy. I okay. Think so audio. Be... <laughs> okay. 
I thought Tommy Jarvis was good. Yep. I liked Megan. Yep. Uh, I liked her dad. Yeah. Jason doesn't talk. <laughs> the overall soundtrack was fucking awesome. It was like 80s vibe all the way, and I'm here yes. for it. Yeah. So all of that was great. The rest of our cast, though, is uh, not well, so good. Yeah. But with that being said, better than New Beginning. Well, and I think that's why this is going to be kind of a wild review, probably, because we're looking, like, I'm looking at uh, New Beginning, and that movie was trash. This is like, it was ass. It was so far, bad. It was it so is, bad. This movie is so much better than that movie. But I also agree, like, I think our, like, main actors are very, very good. The, the kind of supporting actors and actresses here are just kind of like, eh, they're just very forgettable, like, incredibly forgettable. I don't that remember any of their names. Was- Banging sissy, oh. sissy was the girl got pulled out of her bare shoes and got her head twisted around. That that was wild. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, soundtrack is amazing. Everybody else is kind of forgettable. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, we get the you know you're like you know like yeah like it's it's. I think this is like peak Friday the Thirteenth. I gave it a seven. I gave it a six and a half because I really did not remember anybody else. <laughs> like the, the supporting actors and actresses were just kind of like there. So this is a part that I've been dreading assigning anything to because how did you find this movie scary at all? No. Or at times? No. No. There were some instances I found scary in regards to Jason with the children. Because I didn't need to see that. I thought when the one girl, I don't remember her name at all, who was like, ends up being in the cabin and Jason like comes in and like gets her and like turns the whole cabin into like Freddy Krueger's bedroom with Johnny Depp. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like there's blood everywhere. Like that scene was very tense and spooky. And I thought that was good. I thought the opening scene, even though it was campy, was good and a little bit spooky with like Jason opening his eye and like coming out and pulling that dude's heart through his chest. So there are certainly moments, and I think probably the scariest part is Jason um, hunting down the cops. Yes, yeah. Around Crystal Lake. Yeah. But this is definitely not that scary. No, I, I agree. I mean, I think for me, one of the scarier scenes probably ties into one of my more favorite kills is actually when he's fighting with the girl in the tiny RV bathroom. It just sure. comes across very brutal and it's like certainly the most brutal scene in the whole movie. I think it's fair. Yeah, yeah. It's just like her flailing around and him like trying to kind of stop her and like calm her down and keep her well, quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Keep her, keep her quiet. Now calm her down. He's trying to fucking kill her. <laughs> he care. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like things like that kind of get to me more than like, him just kind of walk, walking out of nowhere because I'm that's yeah. what Jason do. Um, that's what that's the thing about scary stuff. It's like some things hit people, some people don't. Like for me, it's like the like the tenseness of a situation, and for you, it's like the actual brutality of what's happening. And yeah, but we can both agree the Moonlight Man is terrible. <sighs> yep, sleep with my light on tonight. Okay, cool. <laughs> 
But with that, I actually gave How Scary a three. I don't think this is that scary. I think this is a good, fun Jason movie, but this isn't that scary of a movie. And yourself? I gave it a three and a half because I, I agree. I mean, it's just, it's not, we're kind of getting to where it's more fun than scary. And I think, honestly, I don't expect these uh, scary scores to change much. Maybe go down, but I The only one think... I think where it could possibly get scarier is the 2009 one. But that one also has a lot of comedy in it, too. Yeah, and... There is one scene in the 2009 one that really sticks out to me, and it is with... Um, is it when he's character. running? So it's the scene after that. It's the scene where the guy's in the shed with him. Oh yeah. Okay. So the running is like after. I think that's right when the that. guy gets exactly. it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I said sub sub subgenre is zombie. I think that's pretty easy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's a zombie he's now. No, he is no longer man. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So review our scores. Plot. I gave it eight and a half. You gave it a nine for cinematography. We both gave it eights for audio. I gave it a seven. You gave it a six and a half. And for how scary. I gave it a three. You gave it a three and a half. That gives it a here's Johnny final score of a 67. Before I reveal where that falls in our mass rankings and then the Friday rankings, I need to know what your favorite kill was, Justin. Uh, oh, by f- so this was kind of hard because it's kind of two in one, uh, but it's the whole RV scene because it is so goofy and it's kind of juxtaposed. Oh, sorry, my mouth is very dry. Uh, to him like brutally murdering this girl in the bathroom. And then there's the awesome scene of after the RV tips over and it's all on fire. He's just kind of like standing up there like a fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's that? Or the head twist. Mm, I'm going to go with the RV. Okay. Mine is Bert. I don't know. <laughs> I don't Do you remember a character Bert, Justin? No. There was somebody named Bert in this movie? <laughs> yes. Do you remember the first business person that Jason ran into into the in the woods? Oh, the like super like anti-feminine like And he smashes his face into the tree and it leaves behind and that smiley, smiley face. face. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I cannot tell you the last time I was watching a slasher where I literally had to go back and rewind to watch it again. I rewind that like three times. It like that's what I was talking about with this thing being campy, but like in the right kind of way. It was just fucking hilarious. Like I, yeah. I thought because there was a stick there where his face went into it was like gonna like be gruesome. It was literally a fucking smiley face, like a little bit of bright red paint smeared on it, and like I I literally rewound that scene twice. I watched it three total times. I just I don't know what it was about it. I don't know why I found it so funny. I don't know why it landed as well as it did, but I fucking loved it. <laughs> thought it was awesome, and like I literally couldn't be happier with it. I just. <laughs> It, it hit all the right buttons at the right time, and I thought it was great. Um, so now, let me tell you our Friday rankings, sir. Okay. In first place, with a 67, is Jason Lives. This is our top-rated Friday the 13th film. It hit me. It's a fucking good one. Like, really. Like, so far out of all the ones that we have watched, I can see myself rewatching this. <laughs> I would agree with that 100%. Right below it is the original Friday the 13th with a 66. Also a fantastic movie. Then we have a tie between two movies, Friday 3 and Friday 4, the final chapter, with 61s. And 
fifth place, we have Friday Part 2 with a 44. And in dead goddamn last, we have The New Beginning because it is a trash heap of a movie. So, like, while the the rest of the series gets schlocky, of course, I don't think they ever get as bad as New Beginning. The only one I think could possibly get as bad is whatever one where he's a slug. And he, like, it's, like, not Jason. It's, like, other people who are being, like, possessed by Jason. I'm not looking forward to that. I, I don't guess, I think I think that's Jason Goes to Hell. Uh, Jason Slug? <laughs> So then a couple of quick notes right above it with 68s on the master list are It Chapter 2 and the movie and then Limbo the game. And right below 66, obviously we said Friday the 13th, but then we also have The Last of Us and Willy's Wonderland. I forgot about Willy's Wonderland. Uh, You're right, it is Jason Goes to Hell. They're actually known as Hell Babies. Sure they are. (laughs) That seems right. And of course, this movie is in the dead center, so when I do my color coding, I have a lot to click on. How fun. Um, Justin, any last thoughts on this Friday the 13th, and do you have any plans for it? Uh, Yeah, we're going to play Evil Dead. Fucking right. Since I (laughs) messed it up. Have you seen, um, just a quick question, I know you're busy doing stuff, but I didn't know if maybe in your... Um, sparrowy ways you may have came across it have you come across Doctor Strange 2 yet no but give me one second I'm loading <laughs> I'm uh, you're I'm, checking the nest Yeah, I'm, you're looking uh, for fellow sparrows yes uh, I do not see any but I see the secret of Dumbledore if you'd like <laughs> I honestly have no interest in that movie yeah like, even though I love Harry Potter and Harry Potter is very special to me and important to me, yeah, these movies like I I actually haven't seen the second one. I either have I. I saw <laughs> um, the original Fantastic Beasts, but after like I did not care. I yeah, think Rachel uh, was saying though, if you are interested, that the Northmen will be on um, demand. This oh, like soon? This weekend. Oh, I might. It, dude, it was good. I really enjoyed it. I, and especially because I know you like God of War. Like, I, I think you'll have a good time. Yeah. But yeah. I'll check almost, it out. I'll check it out. Yeah. yeah. It's almost 11 o'clock. Yeah, I'm very tired. I'm sorry. Me too. I'm, I think we both have things we got to take care of. Uh any last Friday thoughts, friend? Uh, I'm sad. I'm almost like sad. We have to wait so long for the next one because I was shocked. This one That's right. Was January thirteenth is the next uh, Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, and it's 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 okay when they're as bad as New Beginning because you're like ah whatever. I don't have to watch yeah, the next please one. Please stay away. <laughs> yeah, but now it's like all right. I genuinely wanna because I don't remember much about the next one. Mm-hmm. I genuinely want to watch it because I'm kind of my interest has been peaked in the franchise again and it kind of sucks and we gotta wait until january but hey whatever it is what it is everyone thank you for hanging out have a wonderful friday the 13th sit by a fire don't have sex and you won't die and until next time
The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny Podcast. Everything goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, you guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We aren't looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later.